we ready to roll. Inside the Med with Johnny Compion. Game over, bitches. Inside the Man Cave Podcast Show. Follow me at Johnny Compion on Twitter. Like and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Inside the Man Cave Podcast Show. And don't follow me on IG. You can follow me on Facebook Meta. All right, man. It's been too long. You got to just put everything and try to be normal again, right? Because... You know, you think the holidays are over, but man, they're just beginning. And mine started off pretty good. Um, if you follow my channel on YouTube, you saw that I put a live broadcast out on YouTube with with my family. Man, it was it was so cool doing that. I want to thank my brother Miley, my cousin Michael, my cousin Reg. Man, we had a blast. Um, it, it was good memories to have, you know, to archive them and be able to go back and watch that right there is the whole point of why I wanted to do a YouTube video or a podcast or a live stream with, with some of my family members. And I'm going to continue that. I'm going to continue doing these live podcasts and I got tons of footage that we did that I was supposed to put up. But I said, you know, I'm going to hold on to it and use it and sprinkle it all over here and there because I, I, there's so much good good content in, on those podcasts that we did that we recorded. I think it was like two and a half hours of, of just crazy madness. Excuse me. And um, I want to share that with you guys because that right there was so meaningful to me. Because I had my brother flanked to my left and my two cousins to my right. And we were just laughing, having a good time. I'm sure you guys probably haven't seen that side of me. But you know that's, that's what I'm all about, man. When it comes to my, my cousins, you know, we're close. We're like brothers. And it showed. You know, that's, I, we kind of just like forgot that the cameras and the microphones were on. And kind of just you know, went back. And let you guys behind the curtain of some of the stuff we did as as kids growing up together. Um, and just some good memories. Uh, and we had some good stories, man. There's a lot of good stories that I have recorded on video that are good. I'm going to piece it up. Like I said, I'm going to sprinkle it here and there with different podcasts that I do. So look out for those. That's why you need to subscribe to this YouTube channel. I'm almost to, I'm almost to 50. That's my goal right now. Before um before my birthday on the 22nd, I'd like to have 50. So, help a brother out. Like and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Man, I got a lot to get to. Um you know, a lot a lot of stuff's been going on <laughs> because, you know, things don't stop. There's so many, you know, news stories and things that I run across and I save them all. I save a lot of them, and I, I like to share them. And I, I, I love talking about music because that's something that's really close and dear to my heart is music. Uh, when I hear something new, I love to share it with you guys. Uh, I, 
uh, you know, I like to pass music around so people can enjoy it. If you're not able to listen to a local radio station like here in San Antonio, you will not get any of this stuff. You might get the the new Metallica. You might. I don't know. I don't. I don't know who runs the radio stations in San Antonio or how they program them, but you'll hear a little bit here. the The new Metallica came out a few days ago. You know that, and then they dropped the uh, uh, tour dates, and it was so cool. But I'm going to get to that uh, a little bit of mo- more Motley Crue. You know, I talk a lot of Motley Crue news. Because uh, that's one of my favorite groups. And uh, John, their former singer, John Karabi, came out and made a few comments that kind of like perked my ears. Like I always tell you, if I see something or hear something and it, and it really, you know, if I'm reading it, I'm like, wow, this is something that I want to talk about. Because um, I'm a huge Motley Crue fan. Huge Motley fan. Um Got to, to experience the final tour or the, yeah, yeah, the final tour that was supposed to be the final tour. Um, I still got all the merch. I don't know what to do with that. Motley, buy it back for me. Nikki, Nikki Six, buy it back, man. I don't need it. Give me some fresh gear. Since you got, you're going on another, another tour. Um, so buy it back, Nikki. That'd be cool, man. I can use the money to get some Metallica tickets like 7G or something like that. Yeah, I'm going to get to that too. $7,000, folks. Seven grand for Metallica. I mean, isn't that ridiculous? $7,000. I don't know, man. Yeah, Metallica, they're big. They're a huge band. People will pay that because you do get a cool a cool package. But I don't know. I mean, would you pay seven thousand for a ticket? Yeah, I know we you know the Taylor Swift thing came around and all this stuff with Ticketmaster. I saw some funny memes uh <laughs> when Metallica announced their tour and it there were funny memes about Ticketmaster and Metallica, because you know how Ticketmaster's like, whoa, here we go, we got some more money. More money, money, money. Yeah, so they uh, the news story came out. $7,000 is one of the packages. They always come out with, like, VIP packages. So I'll, I'll get to all that. You know, um, that, um, you know I'll, I'll get to some of those stories that I saw that I think you would uh, hopefully engage in, comment on, on these uh, pages and these videos that, that I'm on, my platforms. I think that's cool to uh, go back and forth. I'll answer. I'll try to answer some questions. You can hit me up on um, on Facebook or Twitter. Tweet at me at Johnny Compion. If you have any questions, any comments, any requests, if you want to come on, whatever, let me know. But man, that uh, you know, I was talking about the tickets, the concert tickets being so crazy and outrageous. Excuse me. I'm enjoying. Uh, See if we can get it on camera. Yeah, some Heineken Light. It's my favorite beer. Love it. And I hope you're out there right now, somewhere enjoying a cold beverage as you're listening to Inside the Man Cave podcast show. Um, but uh, <laughs> 
there was a few things that that I read. I, I thought it was hilarious because we all remember how McDonald's got sued for the coffee that spilled on a patron during the, on the drive-thru, right? They got this huge lawsuit. And I saw this thing where this lady, she is suing Kraft, Kraft Macaroni, because she's saying that they're, <laughs> get this, she's saying that the information that they're putting out is not, it's not quite what they're saying on the label. Uh, I, I guess she's upset and she's suing for $5 million, okay? $5 million because she says that it, it, it doesn't take three and a half minutes to make the, the macaroni. She says they're, they're putting out false information. <laughs> are, are you guys kidding me? And I guarantee you she will win this or they'll get something. She'll get money out of this. Uh, I don't know. Is it like ambulance chasers where people are just like looking for stuff like this to cash in on? And, and you know, I just shook my head. I, I, I'm, I know that the Kraft family has tons of money. And I'm sure that they will pay this lady off to go away or give her the $5 million. It, It's nothing to them. So I, I was thinking about that because over the weekend, you know, we were hanging out watching movies, my cousins and my brother, um, and I decided to make some popcorn. It took me back because when I saw this story and – I was at the microwave and it says two and a half minutes. Put the bag upside down on the in the microwave, turn it on, it'll go on. Well, I I did a, a little experiment there because I was, okay, let's see if it takes two and a half minutes to make this popcorn in this bag. It didn't. It was about a minute and uh, a little bit more than a minute and it was already the bag was already you know and you wouldn't you didn't hear any kernels popping in there anymore so am i going to leave it in there for the full two and a half minutes and have the house smell like burnt popcorn you got to gauge it you got to listen to it right i'm sure that you got to experiment with this macaroni as well like you're just not going to put on there and when i cook something i, I don't Half the time, if I have to, I'll read the instructions. If I'm making something, in, you know, out of a box or whatever, or if I'm air frying something, um, but I don't know. It it kind of made me think, like, hey, maybe I should. Well, I'm telling you guys, maybe you guys might want to do this. So maybe, maybe I shouldn't tell you guys. You know what? Yeah, I need to call one of those lawyers that comes out on TV with the 444 or whatever numbers, right, that you see during the games or football or whatever on Sundays, those annoying commercials. I need to call one of those guys and see if I got a case. I want to sue for $1 million. Is that asking for too much? A million? Let's see what happens. I'm going to try it. I, let, let's see. Let's, let's put it to the test, man. Let's put it to the test and see if it works. And if I win, um, what would I do with that Millie? 
we would all go hang out. I would buy a bunch of kegs and barbecue, and I'd have a massive barbecue for our state of Texas, and you're all invited. So I, I, wanna, I saw this story on John Karabi, the former singer, well, the singer of The Scream, the band. I, I love The Scream. They were, they were good back in the day in the 90s. Uh, but he's the former lead singer of Motley Crue. Uh, and he was on a podcast, and, and he was asked about uh, Mick Mars's retirement. And he said, he's like, I don't, I, you know, he doesn't believe a word of Motley Crue's statement. The, the statement they released that Mick Mars didn't have any part of, he didn't come out and make a statement. He said, hey, you know what? Uh, that was my whole thing about this. I know you guys get tired of me blabbing about Motley Crue and all the drama that, that they bring as their, their group, but I want to talk about it. I think it's it's interesting stuff because I've told you guys before that Mick Mars is a huge component to, to Motley Crue. I don't care how old he is, and to me, I've seen Mick Mars plenty of times, and not too long ago either, and he looked fine to me. Yes, I, I heard Nikki's statement saying he was, you know, he's having a hard time with the disease that he's he's been dealing with for years. I I I know what, well, I don't know personally, but I know and I've read that that you know Mick Mars is going through a lot that he has been, and he struggled uh, with you know uh, medication for for oh, excuse me for the the pain that he goes through. And I, I saw that on a, on one of the videos that they had released. And the guys, you know, kind of rallied and, you know, helped them out and got them out of that. But I don't, I don't believe anything until I hear it from the individual who is Mick Mars. We have not heard anything. And his beautiful wife is always tweeting out, you know, just being nice and courteous to the guys and always tweeting at Nikki and at Tommy and at, whoever and she's just just a courteous person but we have not mick has his own twitter page i mean i'd just love to hear it from mick and that and i would put this to rest but until i i do not hear anything from mick mars i'm not going to believe anything that that motley crew released because that had to do a lot with nikki six and and tommy lee so uh, Karabi comes out on this podcast. I don't have the name of the podcast, but he, you know, he's he was asked about it and he kind of brushed it off at first, and then he comes back. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to throw it out there. Uh, you know, he mentioned a couple of things that that kind of like red flagged for me um, because I, I I think that Mick Mars is a huge, like I said, component and a piece to to Motley Crue who has now been replaced by John Five, the former guitar player for Manson and for Rob Zombie, um, and who is good friends with Nikki Six. He was on Nikki's radio show when, you know, Nikki had that, um, he had that satellite radio show, Six Sense. So, you know... When, when Karabi was talking about this... I, I I went for it. I, I took the cheese, man. I, I was like, okay, 
because I've been saying these things for a while already about how it all went down and how um, it just seems so weird and kind of let's quick under the rug and let's move forward. So I, I don't buy what they're selling. I think they wanted to go and and kind of change their style a little bit and, and to keep this thing going because to me, I feel like they're, you know what, Mick is too old and he's not. And don't quote me about that because I'm, I'm sure they didn't say that about their good friend. But it's a business at the end of the day. I get it. But let Mick come out and, and speak for himself. You know, Karabi said that the band complained about Mick Mars the whole time. Uh, and and he says, he says, I don't know if, if Mick Mars even played on New Tattoo. And that was another red flag. And he says, I'm not sure, but I know on Red, White, and Crew, it was DJ Ashbury. And on the Saints of Los Angeles, it was also DJ Ashbury. And on the Dirt, it was John Five. So there you have it right there. You're telling me that Mick is sit, sat out while they were doing this music. And did he have anything to do it? Because, you know, uh, Nikki Six. He's always the one like, I write the lyrics, I do this, I do that. I mean, I would love this to be there, a fly on the wall to see how they structure this and who's making all the calls at the end of the day, right? Because if you're not including Mick Mars, you're just using them for, for some live stuff. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I, I believe it, but I don't. I, I mean, I took the cheese, like I said. Nikki's not going to come out and, 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 you know, elaborate on this. I'm sure he'll avoid it. He doesn't care. He's getting ready to go on tour. He's living life. He just bought a new Ferrari. It was crazy. These guys, you know, after the, 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 the stadium tour, you know, everybody's out They're on social media, buying Ferraris and Lambos and like, wow, that's man. It's jealous. Yeah. But and also on social media, on Twitter, which you can follow me at Johnny Compion. I keep seeing John Five. I follow him on Twitter, and he keeps doing these videos. And I'm like, doesn't sound good, man. I don't know. He doesn't to me. He doesn't fit the part. I don't like it. It's my opinion. I don't like it. I don't like him. Yeah, I said it. I don't like him. John 5. I don't know. I just don't. I'm not a fan. And I'm sure you're going to come at me and say, oh, do, 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 do. yeah, I, I don't care. I, I just don't like him. Like the like the singer from, um, from Godsmack. I love me some Godsmack, but I can't stand the singer. He's just like, I don't know. There's just something about him I just can't. I don't like I want to know. I want to know some of these. I want some of these questions answered that Karabi put out. I want to. I want to hear what Nikki Six or Tommy Lee or Vince has to say about it. I'm sure Vince is like, "No, nah, fuck no, he's a liar, or whatever." I want to hear what Nikki has to say. Tweet at me at Johnny Compion on Twitter. On Twitter. Twitter. 
I'm always going to talk a little Queensryche. Always because that band, I've followed since I was a youth. I enjoyed every album that they put out. That was like my thing. You know, when they would release an album, I'd go down to Hogwild or Sound Warehouse or Hastings and, and pick up the vinyl that Queensryche would release. Right? Followed him as a kid. Huge Jeff Tate fan. Was able to meet Jeff plenty of times coming through San Antonio. Uh, met Michael Wilton, Eddie Jackson, Scott Rockenfield. Um, and, you know, just the way the whole thing went down with that band and how it just kind of just went two, two separate ways. You know, I had a bitter taste in my mouth, and it, it was hard because, you know, I still love what Michael Wilton and Eddie Jackson do, and I still love what Jeff Tate does. And he was on Eddie Trunk's show a while back, a few months ago. And, you know, Eddie Trunk's, you know, such a great interviewer. He's like just flat out like, dude, will this band ever kind of do a reunion? You know, with with Chris DeGarmo, Scott Rockenfield, Michael, um, I mean, Mike, yeah, Michael Wilton and Eddie Jackson. I mean, I, I, I was there and I witnessed a lot of those those shows, man, like the Empire Tour, The Warning, uh, Rage for Order was one of my favorites. Um, Here in the Now Frontier. Uh, promised land. So yeah, it, it just I just followed that band in their journey, and Jeff Tate uh, was asked about, you know, how long you'll be singing, and and you know Jeff answered, he's like, man, I'm gonna keep singing until I can't do it anymore, and it it just really made me feel good because Jeff, people might count him out and say, yeah, he's not the way he was when they released the Warning or their debut album. With Queen and the Reich. Yeah, he's not going to be the same. Jeff is, you know, talked about that, but he's still very, he's still a good singer. He sounds great. He sounds great live. Um, he's he's one of my all time favorites. I love me some Jeff Tate, and I'm 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 glad to hear that. I'm glad that Jeff is like. You know what? You're not going to pry this microphone until I'm ready to do it. And I'm telling you, I love the music. I'm a music lover. And it, it, it makes me feel good inside as you hear all these, you know, tragic stories that, that we lose, you know, huge musicians. And um, you don't want it to end, right? Music does something. I love music. I it just man, it's a big part of my life. I always bring that up on my podcast because it does, and it all and it includes in my in my library on a daily basis here and there. It always has something to do with either Queensrÿche or and you know Jeff Tate doing his solo stuff or with his band Mind Crime. Um, Operation Mindcrime But I'm a huge fan I, I'd love to hear that 
I need to thank him. If he comes around San Antonio, I'm going to talk to him about that and say, dude, I, I love that. I love that answer. You know, shut all the critics up. You know, you are going to be who you are. And it would be great to have that band back together and do it because they're all still, you know, on the road doing things. They're working out there, working and, and performing and sounding great. Um, and not too long ago when they did a tribute, I think for in Seattle, they did some kind of tribute. And DeGarma was on with, I think, Chris Cornell's daughter. I remember meeting uh, Chris DeGarmo. They were in a Rage for Order tour. Uh, so, really cool guy. One of my favorites. Really good. Him and Wilton were just... It, man, th- that just like... That, to me, is, is perfect. I would love to hear the way it sounds now. Just, just give me a project, guys. Just, Michael, call... Call Chris DeGarmel up and you guys do like a, uh, just do two songs, man. Two new songs, put them out there. You know, just kind of get together and Jeff, every everybody, Scott. Because now you don't have to be in the same room. You can all record it and then somebody can put it together. Right? Just do that. I would love to hear something. I bet you with all the the time they've had apart i think something good would come out of it and i don't think they realize because jeff said on eddie trunk's show he says there was a huge amount of money offered and they turned it down and he says it was a huge amount so that just tells you that they don't want to ever be in the same room together so it, it, it's sad it's sad for me because it's over um, but there's a lot of bands that I thought they were done like I thought the Black Crows were done forever and look they're back they just they just fired everybody and it was just the brothers right they're like screw everybody we want a fresh crew and we want to start over they sound great too the Black Crows you know, it's, it's Chris and Rich. They sound really good, man, together. But still, Mark Ford, Southern Harmony, you know, that lineup, they made magic. I, I just hate, I hate the way these things happen because I love the, the product so much. I, I hate it, and I, I, I hate the fact that it, things happen like that. But that, that's the way it goes down sometimes. Tweet at me at Johnny Compion on Twitter. On Twitter, Twitter.
this is what you've been waiting for, Metallica fans. Uh, Lux Eterna. I dig the tune. I, I saw the video. That was the first thing. I cranked up the video, put it on my 50-inch, you know, wide screen here and cranked it up in this this room and it just sounded amazing it's a great video Eterna. I dig the name. I love the, the album cover. And everything was cool until I saw prices. <laughs> because it's going to cost you Metallica fans to go see this live. And they kicked off. A, they're going to kick off a tour in 2023 and tour into 2024. So you'll have Metallica around for a while. And they're ready, man. Those guys are prime. Uh Lars Ulrich was on was on a Howard Stern show, and I was taking my brother back. Uh, I was taking him to Austin. He's, he flew into Austin, and I was taking him back uh, to the airport, drop him off, and we were listening to the interview with Lars. But I didn't get to listen to the end of it until I got back. And I'm you know I'm a Twitter freak, so I saw Metallica trending. And I'm like, whoa! Saw the video, and I'm like, okay, I'm in. I'm in, and then you get a special treat with it because you hear, you hear the band Pantera is opening up. August of 2023 and of course I I've talked about how it's it's not going to be the same it's not I mean but all that aside now because they were going to play they're, they're playing at some festivals but in um I think in Europe or whatever I, I can't tell you those dates I don't have them in front of me but who cares about that their Pantera is going to be playing in their hometown of, of Dallas uh, and yeah, there'll be a lot of that because there'll be a lot of drinking. Uh, I'm definitely going to be there. I got to figure out. Maybe I got to start a GoFundMe page because uh, I can't afford to uh, to buy me a seven thousand dollar. I can't. I, I can't afford to get this this suite they got. It's the Lux Eterna Private Platform Experience which costs $7,272, okay? With this, fans will receive a private viewing platform for up to eight people, a cooler loaded with soft drinks and beer. Okay, how many beers? Did they put like a 12-pack in there? And then you get uh, of uh, what? But they can give you some ultralight and a 12-pack of ginger ale. And then it says, uh, what is it? Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, access to the pre-show party in the Black Box Lounge. Wow, okay, that sounds interesting. 
And everybody in the eight, your eight guests would get, um, everyone gets a merch, right? And then you get the ability to pre-order merch that will be delivered directly to your box. So that's what $7,272 gets you. So I want to start a GoFundMe page because I need one of those. I need the Lux Eterna private platform experience. So start sending me money. Uh, let me get. Let me give you my. Uh, I'll put up my little uh, what my Zelly or um, my PayPal, uh, so you guys can send me money so we can raise money and then we'll have a contest. And eighty you people uh, followers, whoever wants to come with me, will flip a coin or or make do a little contest and. We'll get eight people to come in and, and be part of this uh, Lux Eterna pri uh, private platform. What do you think? So let's start it right now. I need to get this ASAP because we need to lock it down. So let's start this fundraiser for me. I need you guys, or should I just start a GoFundMe? You know what? I'll start the GoFundMe page for like, because we're only going to get a 12-pack of Ultralight. And I'm going to drink like at least four of those, and then you guys can fight for the rest. Um, it's going to be in Jerry's world. So let, let's let's do that, okay? I'm going to start a GoFundMe page. I will, I will create it and then give the channel out and then, you know, PayPal me some money so we can pay for this suite, um, and we can all go. Eight, looker, eight lucky viewers to my podcast will be able to Join me in the in the Lux Eterna private uh, platform experience. That sounds like a good good time. Uh, and and you know what else? It it I when I saw this, I I saw some articles. Uh, I think um, the San Antonio Current put one out about how Metallica passed up San Antonio, but this wasn't one of those tours because. You know, if they were going to tour somewhere else, they did their homework. They're like, you know what? Everybody from San Antonio, everybody from Austin, everybody from New Braunfels, everybody from all the cities around Texas are, are coming because they're playing two nights in a row. With two shows. I don't know if they're back to back. And they're promising the, the two shows are not going to be the same set list. And yeah, Metallica can put it off because they're going to play at least in one of those shows. They're going to play Master of Puppets. Um, I can predict that that playlist for those two shows. But I'm really interested in seeing Pantera. Pantera, and I said I don't know, but I don't know. It got my juices flowing. You know, when I saw Zach Wild and Charlie and Rex and Phil all rehearsing in New Orleans. I'm like, oh, okay, we're about to get down. It's not going to be the same. I, I, trust me, it's not going to be the same. It's not going to be the same. Um, we we want it to be the same, but it, it's not. It's not going to be the same. But it might. But I want to be there to witness it. It's going to be hard to get a ticket to this show. The Panteras is one night, and I think um, 
who cares? It's playing the second night. <laughs> Fucking Pantera. Yeah. Jerry's World. Holy crap. That I, I want it loud, man. That's gonna be a loud fucking show. I need to be in there. So let's let's get the money together. PayPal me some money. And let's get the GoFundMe paid so we can have drinking cash. Let's just be blunt. Like, this GoFundMe page is so we can get beer money. We can get loaded to go see Metallica and Pantera. Yeah. Yeah, that that is going to be a party night. So, yeah. It's not going to be this. You're not going to get this. Probably won't even hear this song. go arlington are you ready because everybody in fucking texas we're all coming man we're all coming to fucking take over jerry's world fucking pantera oh oh i can't fucking wait oh my god oh man Jeez, do we have to wait that long? Do we have to wait till August of 2023? Let's do this this weekend. I'm ready. Let's go. Uh, man, I was negative in the beginning because I was like, oh, they're going to play in Europe and go fuck it up over there. But they're playing in our backyard, man, and we have to go. We're... Mm. And every, you know, all the Pantera fans are already all contemplating like I am. We're going to fuck it up. We're, we're going in hot, man. So get ready. I'm riding my motorcycle in and we're going to fucking party. I'm, I'm going to find a place to crash. And pff, I'm riding my motorcycle right into Jerry's world. And we're going to fucking like, get crazy. 